Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. There's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherry. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Sherapy. So let's talk about family estrangement, particularly siblings. Um, have you ever been estranged from a sibling for whatever reason? Um, I'm going through that now. Uh, well, I've been going through it for a while. We have a, I have a brother who... Um, until recently, I don't think I've spoken to him in probably 30 years. And nobody, he hasn't spoken to anybody, as a matter of fact. And nobody really knows the reason why. Um, he did come around last year to see mom. He found out that mom had dementia and he had recently had a little daughter that he wanted her to meet her grandmother. And uh, when my brother was sick, he did go visit my brother in the hospital um, a few months ago. But up until that point, even when he did come visit us, he didn't really ask any of us what we'd been up to. It was mostly him just talking about things that he was doing, him and his wife. So it was like, okay, you know, he. it was like he was there for one purpose, was to see mom, and, and that was it. He, he didn't really care about the rest of us so now that's fine you know we've all kind of accepted that nobody knows the reasons why he does he's happy that's fine um I've always been a family person I I've always thought you know family's important you have to have family family you got to be you know family's family right now I'm going through an estrangement with another one of my siblings and I don't know why I know there's been issues between us for years. And uh, last year, it had gotten to the point where I said, you know, I can't keep doing this over and over. I can't go through this fighting and arguing or, or whatever it is that we go through because she doesn't communicate. She just stops talking and nobody knows why. And then all of a sudden, she acts like nothing happened. So I said, you know, I can't keep doing this anymore. So we need to talk. We need to sit down, have some kind of communication because it just keeps happening over and over again, and and somewhere along the along the way, there's an issue that needs to be resolved. So we haven't really spoke in, I would say, six months, and maybe longer, probably like it's going on like a year. And we did speak a little bit, like I said, when my brother was in the hospital, but that's it. And um, I don't really know why she's so mad at me. I've heard I've heard a few things from other people, but it just doesn't make sense to me. And I said, I want to talk. I'm here. I'm open. I want to talk. Let's talk. I've come to find out that she doesn't want to talk. Um, that's not an option for her. She decided that she'll come around family. She'll be um, cordial, respectful. Uh, she'll come visit mom and take mom to lunch and, and, you know, she, she'll just be, you know, very nice, very polite, but that's it. Uh, she came out Sunday and it was kind of awkward for everybody else. It didn't, it, it didn't bother me, but everybody else said it was kind of awkward. 
And I just, I, it's just something that I don't get. I, I understand we're a dysfunctional family. We always have been. And all of my siblings were all completely different. We really are. Um, and honestly, I think if they weren't family, I probably wouldn't even be friends with them because we're so different in, in philosophy of life and in, in how we uh, look at life, uh, political agreements, whatever. We're just all so different. I don't understand, though, the anger that I get from my sister a lot of the times. I don't know where it comes from. Obviously, she's been hurt, and she needs to discuss it, but she won't, and that's fine. How do I feel about this? Um, it does bother me to a point, but I can't keep saying or acting like nothing ever happened. I, I can't do that anymore. I've always been this person that if somebody was mad at me, I had to figure out why. I had to make it right. I couldn't stand that somebody was mad at me. Even if I wasn't at fault, I still didn't want somebody to be mad at me. I'm not like that anymore. I'm trying to change that. So I want her to sit down with me and we discuss this. I'm guessing that's too hard for her to do, and that's fine. Uh, she has said many times that when my mom passes, she's probably not going to speak to any of us any of us again. And that's always bothered me because I never understood why. It's like, what have we done that's so horrible that you cannot speak to us anymore? And I'm reading a lot of this and a lot of it is normal. I think a lot of siblings have their reasons, obviously, and and the other siblings don't know. Um, it could just be they just don't see eye to eye with you. They don't have a connection with you anymore. You've all grown up, gone your separate ways, and and we didn't really bond that tightly as, as children, I think. We went through a lot. I personally went through a lot being abused, and I closed myself off from everybody. So I never had a close relationship with anybody because I was closed off. But I'm a lot more open now. I do have a good relationship with my brothers and my other sisters. So I, I, I don't, I don't get it. And um, I was just, if any of you have gone through any of this kind of estrangement with family, how did you deal with it? And and do you even know what the estrangement's about? Uh, I've read some research on it, and a lot of people know what it's about. Um, they're like, you know what? I just don't like the person they've become. That was a lot of what people were saying. I talked to this one guy. He hasn't talked to his brother in like 40 years. And he says, and, and I don't plan on it. And he doesn't care. It's like, okay. And then my sister-in-law, she didn't talk to her brother for a long time. She refused phone calls from him. She refused any kind of communications with him. And then unexpectedly, he passed away. And she took it really hard. So... I don't know how I feel. I, I, I'm grateful that at least her daughters, my nieces, are speaking to me because I'm, I've always been close to them. So I, I'm glad that they're not like taking sides. And I, like I said, honestly, I don't know what the reasons are. There probably isn't any reason. She just may not. She may have a, of a opinion of me that um, she doesn't like. You know, 
you know, and I get it as parents, you probably hate it when your children fight and you always try to get them to make up and, and be close like they were when they're kids. But, you know, you grow up and you go live your life and sometimes you just don't click with your siblings anymore. She does know that I am open. I have not said, I'm not, I will not speak to her. But I, it has to be a conversation about what's going on. It can't be just like, let's let bygones be bygones. I can't do that. It, it's got to be, we got to discuss it and we have to fix it the best we can. And to me, I think communication is the way to do it. Will she do that? I don't know. But I'm confident and feeling more self-assured with myself to know that I don't think I've did anything that horrible. I mean, I'm sure I might fault at something. I don't know what I've done. I, I could have said something that was insensitive and don't realize it. I don't know. We'll never know unless we talk about it. So, you know, I, I do love my siblings. I really do. And I have a lot of great memories of us growing up and having great times. But I think the older we get and we get more into our own lives, and maybe there's resentment. I don't know. Like I said, we weren't the closest of families. I've always been somebody that's been, I, I love families. I love the get-togethers, and I love everybody getting along and everybody supporting one another and everybody being happy to see each other. I don't feel we have that anymore. And why, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm going to come in and save the family. I don't think I have that in me. Not now, not with taking care of my mom and all the stress with that. You have to have a good foundation, a family foundation to start with. And I think it doesn't matter how close you are. Um, there's going to be rifts with siblings um, and they can go on forever or they can go on for a year or they can go on for a few months or they can go on for a few weeks. All I know is for me, I'm tired of the same thing over and over and over and over. Um, my sister, I moved back here 18, is, it'll be 18 years in November. I moved back to California and it seems to be, this is a pattern with my sister. She'll, she'll get angry about something and not speak to anybody and nobody has a clue why. And then all of a sudden she's over it and that's fine. And the rest of us are just like, well, okay. But I think the resentment keeps building up and it keeps building up and it just, it spreads and, I feel for me to help fix things and to heal is to sit and talk and say, okay, what's the issue? And I don't think my sister is, is ready for that. Me talking about this on the podcast is probably a big mistake, but I do this podcast to put myself out there, talk about things that are bothering me, hopefully to come to conclusions. Hopefully other people are going through, not hopefully, I don't want everybody to be going through what I've gone through, but can relate if you've gone through it. Families are tough. Families are so, so tough. And if you didn't have a good foundation, if you didn't have a, um, a good role model, it can be so, so tough. I think a lot of people find it in the church. They find, they find that foundation with the church 
or maybe they'll marry a sibling who has a good foundation and they learn from, or they marry a sibling. What am I saying? They have a, a spouse that they marry and that spouse has a good foundation. So I, I think it's, it's just a very complicated issue. Talk to people who are on the outs with siblings and they act like it doesn't bother them. But then when they die, it does. So are we not in touch with how we're feeling? Is it anger that's taking over? I don't know. For me, I'm not angry. I, I, at first I was because it was like I felt disrespected. It's like you can't talk to me and tell me what's going on, so you just don't answer my phone calls. You don't answer my texts. What the hell is that? So I felt very disrespected, so I was angry about that. But I'm not angry anymore. I feel this is something that uh, she's dealing with, and hopefully she'll come to some kind of conclusion, some kind of closure that she can sit down and say, okay, this is what I've been going through. Let's talk about it. I hope it comes to that. It may not. It may never come to that. Family dynamics, they are not easy. Family estrangements, they happen a lot, unfortunately. And we need that foundation to find it somehow, somewhere. For me, it's like, how can you miss something you never had? That's where I'm at. And if you've, like I said, if you've gone through it, let me know. Give me a voicemail. I like to, I like to hear, you know, your story and, and how you dealt with it. So on to other things. I want to give a shout out to a Facebook group page that um, I belong to. I recently, I, I, it's a caregiver support group. It's a Facebook page. I, um, it's called Dementia Caregiver Support Group. It's on Facebook. And um, I recently posted like a little short story, I guess you'd want to call it, on the site. And I don't even know why I did it. I was looking through some pictures and I saw an older picture, or well, it's an older picture of my mom when she was like four or five. She was was just a little girl. And I also had a picture of her um, that I took when she did a episode on my podcast on this podcast called I Don't I Don't Remember. She she was the uh, subject of it. For some reason, I just wrote this. And I joined this group because as a caregiver, it's so stressful. And people, I mean, people don't really realize how stressful it is. I mean, I could talk about it. People can say, oh, yeah, I can get, you know, I wouldn't want to do that, you know, all day long. You don't really know until you do it. And being in a group with a lot of other caregivers who understand, I got over 100 responses to this piece that I wrote. And it was all so supportive and caring and loving. And I was just so appreciative. And it just, just writing it and getting the response that I got was, it's just such a big help. And I'm not saying I don't get help. I mean, my sister and my niece live here and they do help out. But my mom depends on me. You know, even if my sister's around, my sisters try to help her and she's like, just let Sherry do it. Just let Sherry do it. So my sisters try to do stuff and she, my mom just depends on me for everything. And that's okay, you know, because, you know, I'm there for her. That's my job as her daughter and somebody who loves her. I will be there for her. So I get it. But the frustrations of that goes on her 
questions over and over. Right now, it's her dog. She thinks her dog's sick, and her dog isn't sick. I mean, I know about animals. I've taken courses of uh, as a veterinary assistant. I mean, I've read tons of books. I know about animals. I'm not an expert, but I do know. And I know when a dog is sick. And my mom's dog's not sick. My mom's dog hoards her treats. So she'll go to her bed, put the treats in her bed, and just lay there. So my mom's calling her. She's not going to come because she's protecting her treats from the other dog. Because as soon as she gets up and leaves, the dog will steal her treats. The dog knows that. Dogs aren't stupid. So because the dog's not coming and it's just laying there, my mom thinks the dog's sick. I try to explain that to her. She's guarding her treats. My mom, no, that's not it. She's just not herself. I go, is she eating her food? My mom goes, yes. I go, then she's not sick. If she wasn't eating, she'd be sick. That seemed to calm her down a little bit, and she kind of stopped asking after that. But it's like every day, two, three times a day, come look at my dog, come look at my dog. And it's just like frustrating things like that, you know, trying to explain things to her. I, I, it's hard. And this group is so, they understand. So if you're a caregiver of a loved one with dementia, Alzheimer's, anything like that, join this group. It's on Facebook. It's called Dementia Caregiver Support Group. Join the group and it, it, it'll help. You know, just if you had a bad day and you just say, oh, I had a horrible day, post it and you'll feel better. A lot of people will relate to it. You know, you had a great day and you post pictures of your loved one doing something funny or quirky or whatever, post it. People love to see it. I love to see it. It's just a great group, Dementia Caregiver Support Group. It's on Facebook. It's a group page. So go to it. Join it. So other good news, Cousin to Cousin, a new podcast I'm doing with my cousin Debbie, comes out October 3rd. Right now you can go join the Instagram page. It's called Cousin, the number two cousin. We're going to share a lot of uh, behind the scenes stuff on it. We're going to get a Facebook page up shortly. Right now we're waiting for Apple Apple Podcasts to approve the promo podcast that we did. So we're, we're waiting on that. So soon as that all gets going, you know, it's, it's a great, you know, Debbie and I, we're basically talking about nothing, nothing, just dead air. And it'll be funny. Who doesn't love to hear nothing? Seriously, we're going to talk about stuff and things, but mostly nothing. I mean, maybe something, but mostly nothing. It'll be funny. Debbie and I are like yin and yang. We're a little bit different, uh, but we still have a lot of the same uh, interests. So join the Instagram page, cousin, number two, cousin. A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff we're going to be putting up there. Um, Right now, I think we just need a little laughter, some humor, and uh, that's what hopefully Debbie and I are going to bring to you on October 3rd, cousin, numeral two, cousin. Cousin to cousin, follow us on Instagram, Check out all the behind-the-scenes stuff that we're going to be posting. It also will let you know when it gets approved for Apple Podcasts. We did a promo. Promo is great. Um, in there, we also have a disagreement and an argument that we need you, the listener, to solve. So that'll be coming up. So make sure you go over to Instagram and find Cousin to Cousin, the numeral two, not T-O, but the numeral two, Cousin to Cousin. Follow us, 
check out all the behind scenes stuff. It, it, it'll be it's a, gonna be a lot of fun. It really is. At least I hope it is. So again, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen. And until next time, always remember to embrace your voice. See you bye. You can find Sherapy with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.